All right. Number four. We lit, we live. I don't know why I keep saying that. The ice maker's making noise in the background. We are doing it. Okay. In all seriousness, don't crack my fingers while I'm doing this, to break the fourth wall real quick, uh, future Steph, hover car Steph in the, in the future, pause real quick. I just want to say thank you <laughs> to all of the people who have taken interest in this. Uh, didn't start as something I expected to kind of get a lot of attention from and that's uh, not saying that it is but <laughs> um, I've definitely gotten a lot of people sending me snaps and insta videos listening and that's really cool and I've gotten a lot of really great feedback about this and I don't know it's kind of overwhelming <laughs> so thank you to everyone who has taken the time to listen I know that an hour is a long time I have had a couple comments about it but um it's the length of a normal therapy session and that's kind of the point of this I guess so um just seems like a good amount of time for me plus this is gonna be <laughs> sad AF sad girls club uh, doing this normally is the only time I like talk out loud because uh, I'm alone all day most of the day and uh, sometimes I talk to my dogs but sometimes I don't sometimes I talk to myself and sometimes I don't so sometimes this hour is the only time my voice is heard on some days <laughs> so it's okay to push it for a little bit for me I think that it's a good thing to do it for this length of time but if you have taken the time and the energy to listen even if you just fall asleep to the sound of my voice I've also gotten that a lot which is kind of cool maybe I'll make ASMR videos but um yeah I've gotten a really overwhelmingly great response so I just wanted to take some time and say thank you definitely makes me feel like I'm doing a little bit of good in the world. <laughs> Alright, let's go ahead and build that, build that wall back up and uh, shut it down. <laughs> so, I'd had in my head that I wanted to talk about mortality, but um, I think that that's only a little part of the conversation that I want to have. And I think the main thing that that specific conversation would be centered around is um, my views and how they've changed and how I've kind of like formed opinions and how I think I am finally at a point in my life where I am aware of, you know, how my thoughts and opinions may affect others, how if I act upon them, like, all that kind of stuff, like, it's a real part of being a human being in this world, and sometimes I think that when you're young, like, you're not, unless you're specifically taught that, and I can't say that I'm, like, from a background where I was specifically taught that, sometimes it's something that you have to just learn by doing, and uh, I definitely think that I have learned a lot in not only accepting 
that my own views on certain things will change with experience and with time but that I also need to be accepting and appreciative of the fact that other people's will especially people who involved in my life and like that's cool and um I don't know um my view on mortality I think is probably one of the biggest changes that's happened and um I really don't think that this I could pinpoint the like specific time where my view kind of just switched on kind of like death and dying and I mean I'm I know that like <laughs> I'll preface this with I know I'm at a point in my life now where I think I might be talking about that to the point where it makes some people uncomfortable but uh, deal with it sorry I don't want to tell you it's a conversation that I keep having with myself and that like a couple years ago I was so scared of like the idea of dying or not I mean I don't think I've ever I've never openly said that I was scared of death until I remember having to explain my fear of spiders to somebody and like why I just couldn't get over the fact that these like little harmless bugs that I know are great and like whatever but they're just terrifying and like obviously I think some people are born with irrational fears or just like obviously some fears you literally can't explain but it like I don't know there was this weird moment in my life where I was like I think I'm really only so scared of them because I'm scared that if they bite me that I'll die or heights it's like I'm scared that if I fall I'll die like the consequence of everything that I was afraid of I'm like leaning forward a lot I hope that that's not like super loud in the microphone <laughs> I'm so bad at this <laughs> but um the one thing I feared was like the actual consequence of everything which was dying and then now I hadn't lived with that for such a long time but now I'm like I don't really think that I have I have more of a respect look for like death and the fact that I don't know it's just gonna happen than I used to for sure I don't know I guess it's weird like This is probably going to get really sad. I'll preface that. It makes me think about... It really makes you sit and it makes you think about like, okay, well, what do I have? And I hate using the term left to lose, but like that's automatically where my brain goes. It's like, well, what do I have left to lose? What is... What is the the bad that'll happen if you know I wasn't here anymore if something happened to me or if I did lose my life or I didn't get bit by a fucking spider <laughs> like if whatever my greatest most traumatizing fear would be came 100% absolutely true and it was happening like what is the worst Thing that can happen 
well. Um, say something like that does happen and I survive, but I'm medically never going to be the same. Or um, I'm to the point where I will never be able to go back to living a normal, functioning, happy lifestyle. I would not want to be here anymore. But then you have to think of, well, what do you have left to lose? It's like, well, right now, (laughs) I can't say that I have a whole lot. And I know that that's... I know that that's not true. I know that I have... I could put a list of things never-ending that would just... I could literally, it just, I know it's not true. I have a lot of things to lose. But if I'm not here, I don't have to deal with that loss. It's not my problem anymore. And I know that that sounds really selfish. <laughs> it's ridiculously selfish. But like... What if that was applied to the grand scheme of things and instead of living my entire life afraid of this thing or anything that could bring it, then I'm never going to be able to escape anyway. And I don't mean that in like a, a rush towards danger, throw myself off a cliff, see what I can put my body through to survive kind of thing. I'm a huge baby and like... I don't even want to get my nose pierced because I'm scared it's going to hurt too bad. So, like, (laughs) I'm really not about to go putting myself through all kinds of crazy torment just to see if I can feel alive, bro. (laughs) Absolutely not. But, like, I feel like I don't know whether I want to apply this to people that I know or society or myself is that is how life works is everything you like see or notice just really a reflection of yourself because I feel like if I was really good at math I would probably be able to notice when other people were good at math is that stupid <laughs> that's probably really stupid that's probably super stupid but um yeah so like I just kind of have lost that like quick heartbeat anxiety driven fear of dying or something that could kill me because it's like well in the end it's probably gonna happen one day anyway I can't think of a lovely way that I would like it to happen so I mean I'm it's gonna happen some way that I would probably prefer it to not have I mean, unless, like, it's something rad, like, I'm fucking getting eaten by a shark or some shit. A bear would be cool. No, a bear wouldn't be cool. They have, I've heard that bears hurt a lot. (laughs) God, I hate being dumb. Um, but yeah, so, my viewpoint on that has changed a lot. And thinking about how my viewpoint on that was changing really started to open up to the fact that from who I think I was a couple years ago my viewpoint on a lot of things have changed 
and um I don't necessarily think that they're beneficial changes but I have to say that I'm not gonna say with a grain of salt I'm gonna say with a grain of sugar because this is actually making me sound nicer than I deserve to but um I am thankfully a little smarter than your average bear and I think streetwise Streetwise, <laughs> I'm 100% not smarter than most people book smart-wise, and uh, that's okay, I've owned up to that. But, um, I do think that I have gotten as far as I've gotten, which is very far, honey, because you're currently in a not-so-great place right now, and you don't want to be here anyway, so let's go ahead and just asterisk that last statement, thank you. But, um, I do think it benefits me in that I keep <laughs> listening to stuff about meditation and like why people get really super into like deep meditation and guided meditation and it's all like to find this connection and sense of self and be able to like connect I don't know all your bullshit to your bullshit and like your past traumas and like figuring out yourself but like I don't need guided meditation to do that I do that sitting on the couch and just like thinking because I'm never not thinking it's weird <laughs> I kind of wish that I could take a break from it every once in a while to be completely honest but um yeah so I guess like really it's just personal growth and I don't understand people who don't acknowledge that or like people who won't I don't know like people change like you I've changed so much and maybe that is a bad thing because I don't have any of the friends that I used to have and I don't have any of the opportunities that I used to have and I am at a mm, I'm going to say probably one of, but I'm just going to go ahead and confirm, like, definitely the lowest point of my life so far, mental health-wise, which sucks because I, the beginning of 2018, was having some of the, like, best mental health I've ever had, but I have, um... I have seen stuff about patterns and swings and like why the human brain does that. Why ups and downs and waves and stuff. That's like something that comes along with having bad mental health. You know what? Maybe I'm bipolar. I'm 100% convinced that my mom is bipolar and I think my sister thinks that she is too and I'm like, I definitely know that my dad does. And so, wouldn't that be crazy? Because bipolar isn't always, like, I think a lot of people don't know this. Bipolar isn't always quick swings. You don't go from being, like, <laughs> ew, I just said that like I <laughs> knew firsthand. <laughs> but, um, I listened to a podcast on Sick Boy. It's not always, like, oh, it's, like, manic episodes. Like, you can have episodes that last 10 minutes you can have episodes that last a month you can have episodes that last six months like the amount of time is so varying with each person and it's kind of crazy because like 
bipolar is definitely the same way you can have like a phenomenal six months and have a wonderful outlook on life and like it can be great and then you can have a gnarly six months and like be in the worst mental state of your life and have really bad aggression issues but I can't say my swings have ever well maybe that's not true I was gonna say I can't say my swings have ever adapted my personality in such a way that I would think that I had bipolar but I think that I might only be classifying that in temper and like anger issues and um I would love to get a scan done one day to figure out like why I don't have any kind of like temper or like aggression or anger like is that just a personality trait? like what is different about people that don't have tempers editor's note for the editor that doesn't edit this because I literally listened to it once and then posted on the internet <laughs> look that up <laughs> look up why why people are like that but um I guess if I've changed to the point where I'm like an antisocial, anxious shut-in, that's my personality changing for a non-beneficial way. And I definitely can't say that I've ever been this much of a loner. But I've also never been a grown adult in the situation who like didn't have friends because of another situation, i.e. school and or work. So... I think a lot of people deal with this when um, they aren't in the confines of normal society and don't have any kind of forced physical interaction with human beings in the daily world. <sighs> Always just getting so weird with this. But yeah, so I don't know. I've stayed very firm in some opinions that I've had, but I've also changed a lot of my opinions. And I will 100% admit that after how bad this year has been, that it has definitely one been one of the most humbling experiences of my life. And just the fact that, like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Like, you get to a certain point where, like, stuff starts changing and you lose opportunities and people's attitudes towards you start changing and, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's fucking hard, bro. But I've definitely never been this antisocial which sucks it literally sucks all I want to do is like see people and hang out but I'm so <sighs> having depression and anxiety is fucking bullshit <laughs> because my depression is awful but it can tell me what I need to do to make it better and then my anxiety is like but guess what you're gonna be too nervous <laughs> and so I just like don't want to do those things because I'm scared of them <laughs> uh, what a cocktail am I right that's another thing that's changed 
my view of alcohol, but that's a fucking rant and a half, I guess. I just think it's so shitty how a lot of people my age. I don't know, I think alcohol is really dangerous. Which is like lame AF, I know, right? <laughs> I literally have a bottle of Tino's in my freezer. And like at one point was an absolute party holic last year and like drank every weekend and made a bunch of mistakes. <laughs> no, that's not true. None of last year. No part of last year was a mistake. Everything that happened last year 100% happened for a reason. And uh, the universe just wanted you all to fucking go all out. But uh, <laughs> it was definitely a long year. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My views on like my body and eating and like health have completely changed and I don't know. I think it's just like I'm trying to think 10 years from now <laughs> all of this change has happened I could literally go through the changes that have occurred within the past what's 2018 6 or 7 years graduated high school in 12 went from being like an emo kid in high school not even high school middle school and high school to a hipster my like senior year and um then living with rednecks <laughs> and like being country for like two years and that was just not a good phase though I will say that like I still do wear too much denim and flannel, and I still do listen to country music sometimes, but, uh, listen. <laughs> That's probably never gonna stop. But, um, and then moving to Jacksonville and being so immersed in just cars and not doing anything but car stuff for, like, <laughs> three years. <laughs> it was, like all anybody in my life cared about and photography cars and photography and I remember being so competitive when I first moved here and thinking that I was like a bomb photographer and that I was gonna like change the Jacksonville automotive portrait scene <laughs> and like I don't know I just tried so hard to like shoot with people and advertise myself and oh I don't even I don't even... Ugh, it's just so cringe thinking about it, honestly. <laughs> I have goosebumps. It's gross. But yeah. But then, like, even my views about cars and people and especially the people that I used to be friends with and, like, I don't know. Everything is so different now and it's been such a small window of time that in 10 years like I wonder I literally wish I could like just get a glimpse of what the future is going to be like I'm kind of glad that I can't because like spoiler alert but like imagine <laughs> the possibilities if I'm even still here though and um I know that 
that's kind of a negative, not a negative twist, but like, I always had this thing when I was a teenager about never being able to see myself living past 30. I hope I don't forget this because I have before and I think like a couple weeks ago I was sitting down with someone and I finally remembered that this is how I felt and um the only previous time I talked to anybody about it was last year and I had a friend and there are some people who I don't want to say names even if I don't remember them a year from now or five years from now or ten years from now and I can't listen to this and directly like know who those people are anymore um but this is still the internet and if people aren't involved in my life anymore I don't need to be out here spilling the tea and naming names but um I had a friend last year who I miss a lot (laughs) who was in the army and told me that he had joined for pretty much the same reason he had never been able to like see himself live past I think it was like 19 or 20 and the only way he knew that he could do that quickly (laughs) and not be like you know kill himself or anything like he could set his family up with money and do something with his life and serve his country or whatever And when that didn't happen, and he got sent home, and then was here, adjusting to life after that, when you kind of, like, already have this mindset that you're, that you weren't, like, supposed to be here anymore, that I feel like is gonna be a majority of the feeling if and when I make it to 30, I've just always had that, like, you know, for some reason I can, like, have a mental picture in my head of me living through my 20s, but as soon as I hit 30, it just stops. Like, I can't imagine what I'll look like. I can't imagine what my life will be like. I can, kind of, now, but still not enough to the point where I'm like, I have a future plan. I know what's going to be going on by 30. Like, I've never had a future plan, and I feel like a lot of people think that that's really irresponsible but I really don't think that I was set up for any other way of living (laughs) and um I think I come from people who might not have future plans and maybe never had a future plan and sometimes you kind of just wing it and I know that that's maybe not the best way to live life but uh I mean, I've made it to 24, which is more than I can say I thought that I would accomplish. So, you gotta pick and choose (laughs) your wins and your losses. (laughs) I'm just gonna change this to Debbie Downer needs to talk. But, um, yeah. I think there's something really good about being able to own up and say that like your opinions and like the way you see the world and other people and yourself and what certain words mean like I just don't really believe in selfish anymore I think that as cliche as it sounds at the end of the day wherever you are like 
you are going to be alone in your final moments in this lifetime whether or not you are physically in your head you're gonna be alone there's no other way for somebody to be in there with you so i do think it's really important to like understand that you need to be comfortable and happy with yourself which is definitely not something i used to believe i was very fixated on always having to be a part of something whether that was a relationship whether that was friendship whether that was family like you just you want to have that guarantee of always having somebody but that's just like not how life works because I've had especially recently like friends who I thought genuinely care about me kind of just fall off and you know people have to live their own lives after a while because at the end of the day you aren't going to be alone so you should focus on yourself you should focus on what makes you happy and what you want to do and like make sure you are fulfilling what you need because like (laughs) I'm sorry, but I'm not about to change anything about my situation or my happiness or what I like to do for anybody else when you like you always have the option to just walk away. <laughs> I think people don't some people are maybe in denial about that. I think that everybody knows like at the end of the day you always have the option to walk away from somebody it doesn't matter if they're your sibling it doesn't matter if they're your mom it doesn't matter if they're your dad it doesn't matter what the situation is like you will always have the option to be selfish and to walk away i know it's not easy i know sometimes it takes quitting a job i know it like it'll cut off family ties but at the no matter what and people take up that option dude like people leave for no reason and they don't say anything and situations change and you know people move on you outgrow the people that you like and love and care about and that's okay like you gotta do what you gotta do to better yourself some people don't do it in the most graceful way um some people are assholes about it but i just don't I don't think it's fair to call anybody changing their situation to benefit their circumstance and their mental health and like that kind of stuff selfish and maybe that is really selfish but um I used to be all about giving everything for everybody else and uh look where it's gotten me (laughs) I don't talk until I record a podcast and I have no friends (laughs) But, um, yeah, I think that being willing to look at things like relationships and love and family and life in a different perspective in which you are one in a part of many versus one part of half is, um, 
kind of a much more, I don't know how to phrase this. I want to say beneficial, but like to yourself, much more beneficial to yourself. <laughs> but, um, I think it can be really healthy sometimes to kind of realize that you shouldn't have to feel guilty for making a decision that you need to make for you. <sighs> so yeah, I don't know, put that out into the universe, I guess. But yeah, I think my view on the world has just changed a lot. But I don't know really what I need to change that. I don't need, like, I don't know. Maybe I do need to move. Maybe I... I really don't know. I want to say maybe I need to reconnect with old people. But I can only think of a handful of old people that I need to reconnect with. And uh, I don't think those people are interested in doing so. So I'm going to not do that. <laughs> and or I have made some kind of attempt already and it wasn't recognized and or acknowledged. And that's fine. So I need to find another way to handle that. And maybe a change of scenery is just what I need. We'll see. One day at a time, right? That is the practice. One day at a time. What do we do today? Went to the beach? Uh, you know, life is hard. <laughs> but, um... I don't think that... No, that's not true. My view on depression has changed a lot, huh? I don't think I ever really thought that, um, I had it, or that it affected me as bad as it affected other people, maybe, and I will asterisk that with in their experiences that I have been told on, like, People have told me about their experiences with depression, and I definitely feel like there are people that I've known who I thought were suffering with it in a way more severe form than I was, and that was true, but I definitely think that now I have gotten, and I'm hopefully crawling out of, <laughs> that kind of like mental state with it. It's hard, man. I've always been such a motivated person, like I've always been, I've always known that to get out of something or to get out of a slump or to kind of like change something, you need to just like find the new thing, like find a new genre of music, find a new interest, find like a new hobby, find a new career, like change is the biggest, most like refreshing thing. But I have no idea what kind of change I need now. And, um, that's weird. That has changed my view on 
my own head a lot, I guess. I don't think I've acknowledged this thought at all. So let's just let this ride. <laughs> it's always been... I've hit the mic like twice now and I have no idea if you're going to be able to hear that. So, sorry. But, um... I... I've never had something just like take all of the motivation out of my head and like all of the creativity and all of like the ideas that I normally have and are flowing and like even if I'm never super motivated or like if I am in a lazy mood or if I am tired like there's always a spark and once the spark is lit like I will follow through with the idea whether it's cooking whether it's photography whether it's like anything once I have that like ooh, this sounds like a good idea. I think that this will help me a lot. I want to do this. Whether it does or not, whether it, you know, ends well, whether it doesn't end well, whether I like the fi like finished product or not, there's always, like, that thing. I don't... I don't have that right now, and I'm having an incredibly hard time finding it <laughs> and figuring out what it is that is gonna help me and um right now the seed that has been planted is leaving Jacksonville for a little while and I think that that's probably gonna be a good idea and um probably moving away within the next few months but I don't really want to put that out into the universe as much until it actually is happening <laughs> because I think I've been jinxing myself a little bit lately and uh gotten a little bit of a humbling reality check this week as to why we don't speak about things until they're true so I gotta get better at not doing that anymore but um I don't know and I I feel like I can only my head will only allow me to think as far as the things I've already done so like I feel like I'm stuck in well you could try cooking okay when I don't want to cook and I don't really have much of an appetite I don't want to eat either you could try photography it's like no I don't want to I do not want to take pictures or maybe I'll take an amazing set of photos and it'll make me love photography again but like that feeling just doesn't last that feeling is so short-lived photography is like fucking it's like the shortest high ever <laughs> and it's so easy to take down as soon as you like start seeing something enough times and you like can start to realize all of the flaws that are in it and like that's another thing my view of like art and work have changed a lot and it sucks because I <laughs> I now get anxiety from like when things aren't perfect and but that only applies to like as far as my art like cooking like if something's not absolutely perfect I'm like super upset or photography if my photos aren't like exactly what I had in my head like I just won't be about it and that's coming from like a sloth ass bitch who like is normally way too lazy to give a fuck if anything is perfect like I just want it done but as soon as it comes to like anything like that my brain is completely switching out of that 
but it's all anxiety driven it's all being scared that if it's not perfect it's not going to be okay even though every time I've delivered something that I thought was flawed or imperfect like it was widely accepted as like great to everyone else but I have such a hard time trusting that anybody else is actually being honest because I don't think that people have it in their best interests to tell me whether or not it actually looks like shit or not I don't know maybe that's just me thinking the world is more manipulative than it actually is but maybe the world is actually super manipulative but um Oh, that was a tirade, huh? Where was I going with that? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I just need to find something new. I feel like that's so, like, bullshit. I feel like that's so cliche and so cheesy. Like, I just need to find a new hobby or make a change. Like, I literally sat at a red light the other day. I was like, maybe I'll just shave my fucking head. Like, maybe things will be different. Maybe they'll be so different, in fact, that it'll be like living another life. Maybe I'll get a fucking tattoo on my face. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) One day, but not now. (laughs) When I'm like 45, I'll get a tattoo on my face. But like, maybe I just need to pierce my nose. Maybe I need to get a tattoo. But I don't think any of those things or finding knitting or going on bike rides or fucking getting back into cars again or like I don't I don't think that anything is gonna help I feel like I probably ranted about this on the last episode but I think that is that depression? like is that what depression does? make you not fucking motivated? Because I just feel like it's triggering the whole, like, I can't find what I want to do. I'm not motivated to do anything. Therefore, I feel useless. Therefore, I feel like I'm not important. Therefore, I feel like I'm not contributing. Like, therefore, I feel inadequate. Therefore, I don't really see why I should be here anymore. And if my situation was any different, like I was sitting in jail, or homeless, or terminally ill, I would just much rather be dead. But because my situation is none of that, and um, I'm sitting in my living room talking to a microphone I bought on the internet uh, with my white ass bitch houseplants and my snoring dogs in the background I feel like it's not very justified of me to feel that way that sucks huh Especially because, I mean, don't you just end up this way because of life sometimes? I understand that depression is like a literal imbalance of hormones in my head. I'm not fucking saying that I had a bad life, so now I'm bad. (laughs) But like, I don't know. (laughs) 
gone through some pretty shitty shit, y'all. And, uh, I do see how those things are affecting me now. In the same way that I guess guided meditation is supposed to show you that, uh, that one bad thing that happened to you as a kid is the reason why you hate the supermarket now. <laughs> or... <laughs> you're afraid of spiders because you're just really afraid you want to you're gonna die one day you want to die one day <laughs> true like I just can't even I don't want to fucking cook I don't feel like cooking or when I am cooking I'm so disappointed in the things that I'm making I thought about taking pictures again but like fucking of what <laughs> I don't, I'm not friends with anybody who's a car anymore. <laughs> anybody that can give me the time of day. And, uh, I don't want to have my picture taken anymore. But I also, I don't know, I don't know. I don't even have any ideas. There's like no creativity left in my brain. <laughs> I remember following a kid I went to high school with on Tumblr like right after we'd graduated and he moved to San Diego to go to school for graphic design got his like dream job as a full-time graphic designer and I remember him posting a couple months after having that job like no one told me that doing what you love for a living like makes you not love it anymore and I I thought he was such a dick for saying that because he had gotten his like dream opportunity to make this job come true but then after doing photography and like after trying to be so creative for such a long time and after going back and looking at how it was visibly taking a toll on his work I like legit think that. I think that having to force yourself to be creative eventually kind of just maybe depletes you of it and or makes it way harder to find something to spark it again. <laughs> it's like drugs. My tolerance is too high. <laughs> So yeah, here's hoping that a couple years from now I'll have found something super cool or something to help. I have been thinking about going to actual therapy instead of doing this and or maybe getting a counselor, but I feel like I can only complain about how awfully my brain isn't letting me enjoy this wonderful life that I've been spoiled with to so many people before it just gets old after a while. <laughs> that noise is probably awful in recording form. But yeah, I think that personal growth is a good thing. I think that uh, changing your opinions is a good thing. I think that 
what you experience on your path in this world will help shape and develop those opinions and they will always change as you grow older and have new experiences. I think it's important to keep that in mind. Open yourself to new opportunities and allowing yourself to form new opinions about things. People sometimes, not at all. There are still some motherfuckers on this planet I just don't want to deal with anymore. <laughs> Please leave me alone. Thank you very much. But, um, yeah, I don't know. The world keeps on turning, am I right? Everything is just always changing. The human condition, being afraid of change in a world that's constantly changing. Sometimes you just don't realize how much until you get to sit down and get caught up a little while later. We'll see, I guess. Um... I guess um, the plan as of right now might be revisiting the hometown, <laughs> which we both know you just love doing because, you know, going to the Keys doesn't make me want to blow my fucking brains out, but maybe if I look at it from a changed perspective, <laughs> from a new viewpoint, it won't be that bad. Psych, it's gonna be awful. The best part about living in the Keys, well, not living in the Keys, growing up in the Keys, is that everybody thinks that it's the greatest place in the world and that it's so beautiful and that it must be so interesting and that it just has to be the most amazing childhood experience. Bruh. <laughs> I grew up on an island. It's a small hometown. And everybody there still sucks. But. Yeah, I really can't think of like one thing <laughs> that I'm excited for. I am excited to take the dogs and let them run around because... Max was just so happy the last time we were down there, and uh, I think that that'll be really fun. But other than that, I'm hoping I'll have some kind of crazy eye-opening experience there, but probably not going to happen. So, one day at a time. One day at a time. <laughs> um... Yeah. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Um. I really don't know. Maybe I should start writing down stuff I can, like, actively notice my views changing on. Wouldn't that be fun? Like, an opinion journal? <laughs> Like, every year, here's how your opinions have changed on certain topics. But it would be so reliant on recording why, and I just... Uh, I'm wondering if my memory would really allow me to do something like that. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Oh, okay. So. In a year's time, 
here's a question I'm going to pose to myself for August 9th, 2019 slash 20, 21, 22, whenever the hell you're listening to this shit, bitch. <laughs> when the iPhone 25 is out and you'll listen to this on the Apple implant that's in your brain. I really want to know if having flashbacks is something that I'm going to deal with my entire life. And um, specifically if it is going to be a continuous main form in which I relive memory that I like, well, that's fucking stupid. Isn't that the like definition of a flashback is like reliving a memory? But the stuff that I have flashbacks of, this stuff that I like, I don't know, dude. That's just, I really want to know. I'm curious. That's one thing I'm curious about now that's like gonna bother me, but I physically can't answer it until like years from now. So we'll see, I guess. Breaking the fourth wall. If anybody else is listening, anybody else, even if you know me, if you don't know me, I don't know. If you're strangers, <laughs> has like, I never thought that it was a real thing to like experience flashbacks like people had in the movies. I might have said this in an episode already. I'm sorry if I did, but if anybody else experiences them, whether they're vivid, whether they're not, whether they're dreams, whether they're not, whether you're awake, whether they're not. Let me know. I'm really curious. I know I could like do a bunch of research and probably find like a subreddit, but I'm lazy. I want the information to come to me. <laughs> no, I'll probably look it up to see if it's like a legit thing because I think it's weird and I think that it's scary. Sometimes I doubt the things that my brain do just because when I say them out loud, they don't make any sense. And uh, I think that that might not be a good thing because my version of what makes sense and other people's versions of what makes sense are opinion-based. Okay, we'll update for you, girl, a year in the future. It's been raining an awful all evening, but um, I'm at the beach house. <laughs> I don't, I don't make that sound pretentious, but. I know for in a year from now I'm not going to be living here anymore, so just to let you know. I'm at the beach house. <laughs> it's 7.48 and uh, the sky cleared up enough so that the golden hour is hitting the leaves in the yard, which is your favorite. <laughs> so I just wanted to let you know, I guess. 10 out of 10. Good little sunset going on outside. But yeah. I think changing perspectives can be a healthy thing. I think stepping outside of your own mentality and morality and realizing that there's a little bit more going on to it all than what comes at face value is a good thing. I'm glad that I have grown and developed this personality in which I can have these conversations with myself and with other people too because I think that that's kind of cool. Maybe some people don't even think about this kind of stuff. Maybe I'm just being way too weird and introspective for my own good, <laughs> which is probably exactly what's going on. <laughs> like, bitch, quit thinking so much and just take a nap. <laughs> but, um, I, it's hard to talk about sometimes, but you know what? 
I need to talk. <laughs> and I need to make sense of all of this nonsense because I'm having a really hard time. I will say that, um, maybe doing a little bit. No, we're not doing a little bit better this week than we were last week. Still pretty much same path as far as being pretty down in the dumps. But, um, one good thing about myself is that I learned how to braid hair. Well, not other people's hair, but I learned how to braid my own hair. And I remember being asked when I was a little kid if I could braid hair and always having to say no because, one, my hair was really short, and two, uh, I can't, curls are hard. <laughs> curls are so hard. <laughs> but you know the struggle. But, um, yeah, I think I finally have gotten the knack of that. So that's my nifty little talent that's being specifically very useful because it's like 115 degrees outside during the daytime here every day now. And what's another one? Um, I guess I am now honest to a point that makes people uncomfortable and you know what? I'll take it because being honest is still better than being a shitty person and lying all the time. <laughs> That's not the T, BT dubs. But, um, yeah, I think that was kind of hard to accept. I realized that a huge reason why some of the people who aren't involved in my life anymore aren't anymore was because I had changed to be this very honest and I won't say abrasive but like I don't know I just want to be uncomfortably real <laughs> I guess and I can see why people don't like that because people pick and choose who they want to be uncomfortably real with and uh, we live in a society nowadays that doesn't really promote that very much so drink some water put on a face mask or don't because let's be honest we're not a face mask kind of bitch maybe remember to wash your mascara off before you go to bed tonight please and uh yeah watch a netflix documentary Shane Dawson's Jeffree Star YouTube nonsense finale was today. That was good. 10 out of 10. Go back. Watch that. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. A year from now, girl. Go back. Watch that shit. Um. Yeah. You've been eating a lot of fried rice lately. So, uh, there's a little note to future stuff. If you forgot that you like fried rice, here's an update, honey. You do. What am I doing with my life? <laughs> Literally, what am I doing with my life? Okay, bit. We did it. Session four. We lit. We live. <laughs> I have to stop saying that. I'm 24. I can't, like, talk, like, high schooler anymore, I guess. That's lame. That's... <laughs> I mean... We still be out here though. Okay, I'm done enough being 
Oh, lame ass. I need to talk about views. I should have made this whole episode about the Drake album. Son of a bitch. <laughs> mm.